This information, Ched Nation, was shocking to me, and I think it will be for you as well. According to a new study in 2035, more than half of the world will be overweight or obese. Now, this according to the World Obesity Federation's 2023 Atlas, predicting that 51% of the world, so yeah, more than half, or if you want to look at this a little differently, 4 billion people will be obese or overweight within the next 12 years, which is wild to me. So why? What does that look like? And and what does this say about our overall health as a, as a society, as a, as a globe? We're going to get into it right now with the Director of Advocacy and Public Engagement for Obesity Canada. Dr. Ian Patton is joining the show. Dr. Patton, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making the time. Oh, thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Let's just define what we're talking about when we're saying overweight, or obese when it comes to this prediction that more than half of the world will be experiencing this in 12 years. Are we talking about significant, uh, a significant increase in, in weight? What do we mean when we say obese? Yeah, I think uh, it's important to, to uh, like you said, define what we're talking about there. This report is using BMI as the classification, which is kind of the historical measurement that has been used for populations when we're looking at, you know, correlations between BMI or, or weight and an individual's health outcomes. Um, and so on a large-scale population, you know, level, like we're looking at the world's population here, you can make reasonable assumptions and correlations about, you know, negative health impacts. But BMI itself is not a measure of an individual's health status. So it's important to know that, like, those classification numbers that they're using here don't translate down to an individual in their doctor's office talking about their own personal health because it is a much more complicated issue than that. Okay. Um, and for Obesity Canada, we have our um, our clinical practice guidelines were released in 2020. And in that document, we uh, utilize the definition of obesity being uh, a complex chronic disease where uh, excess or abnormal adipose tissue or fat mass impairs health. And the impairs health part of that is important because that's where, you know, we can get into the conversations about how there are people who do have higher BMIs who are perfectly healthy and happy and, you know, don't have obesity um, if you're using that clinical definition of it. Yeah, well, I mean, that's my question is that, you know, isn't a BMI measurement sort of an antiquated way of, of calculating someone's someone's healthy weight range? Because, I mean, you could be you could be of a certain height, but have a heavier weight because you you're carrying a lot of muscle on you. I mean, it's not necessarily the best the best metric. So is this is this study misleading then when we're talking about half of the world being overweight or obese? Does that indicate some sort of decline in, in public health? Uh, hmm. that's, that's a complicated question. I think um, I would say yes and no. It is, um, I, I think this particular report, because we're talking about, you know, the world's population, it's, I don't think it's misleading. Okay. Obesity is a significant public health issue. It is something that we do need to address. And there needs to be changes when it comes to obesity, particularly you know, here in Canada. There's lots of stuff that we can talk about when it comes to, um, you know, addressing obesity, because it is going to be a significant issue for our healthcare system. Um, I think what's happened is with, when we talk about BMI, it's been just really poorly uh, understood and misused over the years as 
a way of an individual kind of deciding where they their weight, you know, where their healthy weight is or classifying themselves into those things. Um, or even in the healthcare system, you know, having the BMI being used to uh, diagnose or, or, you know, uh, dictate treatment or, you know, for certain things. And, and it's just inappropriate because there's a lot that goes into weight status and a lot that goes into an individual's health that is just not captured by BMI. So it's important to utilize it where its strength is, and that's in that population-level data. So when we go back to the the results of this this atlas, this prediction from the World Obesity Federation, and we're talking about a, a significant increase of, of people that will be overweight or obese by 2035, who are we talking about? Are we talking about suddenly there's going to be a shift in, in all of our health and, and many of us are going to experience obesity? Or are we talking about children? Who, who exactly is encompassed in this study? Yeah, so this report is, you know, like you mentioned, it's from the World Health Org- or World uh, Obesity Federation. So we're looking at, like, all countries and all regions. Um, if we're looking specifically here in Canada, um, you know, we've had a fairly high rate of overweight and obesity. The prevalence has been fairly high for, you know, a while. It's something that's been an issue that, you know, has been researched and looked at for years and years. And uh, you know, we're not quite as far along as far as prevalence as the United States, but we, you know, track behind them in terms of that prevalence rate. So it's, for us here in Canada, I would say the the rate of change as far as uh, obesity rates isn't going to be as drastic as where what this report is kind of alluding to, which is, you know, the rest of the world in other areas where we weren't seeing um obesity rates is high, those are going to be the places where you're going to see the fastest rates of growth. Uh, here in Canada, the actual number of, like, the prevalence of obesity, um, you know, isn't getting, uh, the prevalence isn't getting bigger uh, as fast, but the degree of obesity, so the, uh, mm. the um, level of obesity uh, can be uh, is is what is getting bigger in Canada and and what's becoming more and more uh, of an issue. So let's talk first about the the issue globally. Then are we talking about the countries or areas that are uh, in in more of a, a compromised socioeconomic situation and its lack of food availability? Are we talking about food deserts? What is leading to this? Uh, there's there's no one one answer to that question, I think. There's a lot of different things that uh, that impact obesity globally. And so, you know, uh, the food environment and food production and those sorts of things all play into it. Um, you know, you can get into, you know, behavioral things like uh, our lifestyles and how they become more sedentary and those sorts of things. Uh, you, there's biological and environmental things that play a role in it as well. So uh, there's no real one answer there. But in um, some of those areas, I believe, uh, where we're seeing higher rates of growth, I think, or higher rates of prevalence uh, of obesity, I think it's just those areas are catching up to the more Western countries like the U.S. and Canada, where we've already seen that rapid rate of growth. We're already past that. You talk about in Canada, maybe it's not necessarily a rapid rate of growth, but it's more of a dire situation for many people. Can you expand on that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, if we're if we're looking at the BMI as a classification, and again, I use that as a uh, with a 
you know, take it with a grain of salt sure. because it's, it's not great. But in Canada, you know, we could be talking of upwards of eight or nine million Canadians living with obesity, uh, which is a pretty significant health issue. You know, it has a lot of impacts on, on an individual's uh, uh, physical, social, and, you know, their all those different, even their mental health. It has, it kind of is one of those conditions that can impact a lot of different areas. And it's related with a lot of other chronic conditions as well. So um, the impact on our healthcare system and on, you know, individuals' quality of life and those sorts of things is pretty significant. So it's something that we should be trying to get a hold of and trying to make changes so that we can, you know, better address this issue. So how do we address this issue? Are we, are half of the world going to be overweight or obese by 2035? What can we do about it? We're talking to Dr. Ian Patton, Director of Advocacy and Public Engagement for Obesity Canada. We'll get back into it in three minutes here on Chelsea on Ched. Welcome back to the show. Talking about will half of the world be obese in 2035? Uh, we're talking about it with the Director of Advocacy and Public Engagement for Obesity Canada, Dr. Ian Patton. Dr. Patton, you mentioned changes that we could make. So what do you think some of those changes would look like? Is it is it enacting certain policies, maybe bans on certain items, limits on, on certain items? What do you think what do you think we need to do to make sure that we're prioritizing public health? Because ultimately this then becomes it becomes a healthcare issue. There's certainly a, a strain for people that are dealing with with some of these afflictions on our healthcare system, certainly their own mental health, as you alluded to. What do we do? Yeah, there's um, there's a doctor here in Canada who uses uh, an analogy that I like to uh, I like to steal off of him, and he talks about if we're if we're looking at obesity as uh, or the obesity epidemic as a flood, uh, the way that you go to you know stop a flood is you got to build up a bunch of different sandbags for you know to hold that water back to hold hold back the the flood, and. All of the individual little things you mentioned, you know, whether it's a particular policy, you might have heard something about, like, um, the taxation on sugar-sweetened beverages or, uh, you know, a physical activity intervention for schools or something like that. Like, all these things are individual sandbags, and we need lots and lots of different sandbags. So there needs to be stuff that addresses prevention. We need, you know, better awareness, education. Uh, We need to have environments that promote active, healthy lifestyles. We need, you know, food production and food environment policies that will enable healthier eating for the whole population, not just people living with obesity. Um, But then you also cannot forget, and it will not be effective if we are not doing the treatment side of things as well. And so we need access to evidence-based treatment and prevention for obesity. So, you know, that means better access to things like cognitive behavioral therapy and doctors who are trained in obesity management or bariatric surgery or access to pharmacotherapy, which are all evidence-based pillars of obesity management that currently in Canada, our access is really, really poor. There are, I think, so many different layers to this. I mean, it's such a nuanced problem as as you're talking about some of the different approaches that we need to prioritize to make sure that we're taking the best care of people. But I wonder if we do have anything that we can celebrate here in Canada that we are doing well. I mean, we have seen a lot of food manufacturers um, and restaurants certainly kind of lean into more transparency for consumers. A lot more uh, nutrition values are are made made more uh, available or prevalent on certain products. Has any of that helped? 
Um, I think a lot of times those things can be useful. I mean, it, it's good that people are being aware of that, but I think from the, the studies that I've seen or, or, you know, the information I've seen regarding stuff like that, particularly like the, the stuff around like restaurants showing the, that information, um, it has a very short-term impact where people might change their behavior very briefly, but that goes away very, very quickly, and it quickly becomes background noise. Mm-hmm. So and that kind of goes back to my conversation about those sandbags. In and of itself, that isn't going to make a change. That's not going to change BMI, and it's not going to – it has to be layered with a whole bunch of other things. But, you know, things that we can celebrate, here in Canada, we are seen globally as – you know, experts in this. We have some of the top leading experts in obesity management, some of the top researchers. Our clinical practice guidelines that were published in 2020 are considered the global gold standard now and are being adapted by other countries. Um, So we have the knowledge base, we have the expertise, we just need to have the policy and the implementation of those recommendations and guidelines um, to kind of support all that expertise that we have. Dr. Patton, thank you so much for making the time and for chatting about this with me. Yeah, no problem. Dr. Ian Patton is the Director of Advocacy and Public Engagement for Obesity Canada, talking about this new report, this prediction now that suggests that in 2035, more than half of the world's population will be overweight or obese.